we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I struggle to to comprehend how you would just, you know, willy-nilly sort of uh, say, hey, yeah, this is the God I like. I, I'm going to just serve that God. But I want to know if it's true, man. I, I want to understand the truth. You can edit that out, right? <laughs> he, won't, he won't be here next <laughs> Hey there, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I forgot the word sisters for some reason. Welcome back to another episode of the True Discussion Podcast. It's the only podcast in the world where you can discuss anything. With anyone. With anyone. And we know if it's true or not. Because we're going to stand on that sweet word of God when we do it. We are still your host. My name is Joseph mm, Dobbs. It's pretty soft. That was awesome. I liked it. And give my it, name is give us Christopher. Yours. One more taco. No soggy nachos. Douglas. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, what do you actually, think, bro? I actually dig the one more taco, Douglas, because oh, that is you. That's I love tacos, man. Who doesn't love tacos? I'm serious, man. It's so like sally. it's literally one of my favorite meals. When yeah, I asked you the other day. We were at your house eating, and I said, "What food? What's the one food you would oh, want to? Yeah. If yeah, you could yeah. only eat one type of food for the rest of your life, it would be Asian. Asian food. But oh man, I would sure be broken about tacos. tacos. Like what homemade a dumb... tacos are are so good, and the thing is, is that it like I'm sure if you went to any other house, it would be it would probably be a little different, right? Like the, sure, the, yeah. the side, but they're always amazing. Oh, absolutely. and I'm with you though. Ta- there's something magical about tacos. In your head, you're like, God, I probably should only eat like five tonight, and you always eat one more. Like you always eat more. Always tacos are so good. Yeah. Also, what a stupid question. Ugh, if you could only have one food type for this life, what a dumb question. Who's gonna do? Why? why? Cause what? Why is why, that a dumb question? What life are you living that you can only have one type of food? Where are you going? I just feel like it, it, it's in the pro, in the pursuit of trying to get to know. Yeah. People. No, no, no. I get you that. I mean, saying? stupid question. And in the sense of like, could you imagine in a world that was a where that was real? Like, mm. hey, Chris. So the government came down. We only can eat what type of food for the rest of our life. What kind did you choose? Yeah, right. uh, I guess Asian, man. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I, I wonder if there's people from other countries that are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make some American food tonight. Or, or you know, did they did they do it? Because the, I feel like McDonald's? in America, I mean, we're just uh, fat. Fat. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, we can have whatever we want. You know what I mean? In a sense. And I'm yeah, sure it's yeah, the same yeah, yeah. Uh, elsewhere. But I guess if there's – I wonder if there's anyone – you know, in Asia, that's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to have me a a, a barbecue, I don't pulled know. pork, something or other. You know, I don't know. Which is What's, the one thing you said that you wouldn't want. Is- yeah, actually, I wonder if I'm gonna blow the listeners away. Um, I think if I had to give up a type of food, I could never have a type again. It would actually be barbecue. Now, yeah. people hear that and they go, "What? You hate barbecue? No, I I, I love barbecue. Mm-hmm. But f- for me, it's it's not something I can eat all the time." It's kind of rare when I do have it. And if I'm being honest, there's only a few things I do like. Mm-hmm. So I think I could easily go, yeah, never have barbecue again. Mm. Now I do love barbecue. I mean, yeah. I love food. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm getting kind of hungry now. Actually. I know. We're going to wrap this up. Let's get out of here, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Let's go eat. Chris, how you been, big dog? Uh, One more taco. Man. Uh, I've been good, actually. I Why? Think. You said like a question. Oh. <laughs> uh. Have I have I been good? I think I've been good. Oh man, I had uh actually over the weekend had a so Friday night is 
jujitsu night. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the format there is like you do it, work a, a little bit of technique and then it's like live roll. And it just, I always leave like just wore out, which is awesome. Yeah. Cause I, I really do enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. And this Saturday we had a, uh, <clears throat> a guy come down from uh, Baja Gracie in Pueblo uh, a black belt uh, who put on a clinic and it was like four hours. Oh yeah. And I think it was like a two hour clinic. And then we rolled for two hours, man. And it was just, it was awesome. Pretty brutal. It, Good yeah. Grief. <laughs> I, I figured something out. It, these, even Anthony, uh, who's the instructor here rolling with him. And then of course, rolling with this uh, Jeremy Wina is like what I would equate it to is me wrestling my kids. In that's how so it like is just for them. Fucked. It's it's that it's like that. Obviously, the I would be my kids in the scenario when I'm right, right. with those guys <laughs> because it, like there there is zero worry about you doing anything that I don't want you to do. Right? That's how it is when I wrestle my kids. Yeah, you know you're I mean? like, like there's not a worry in the world. Um, and so, as a grown man, that definitely makes me feel kind of kind of humble. <laughs> It makes me feel sad, man. <laughs> when you have to realize, like, yep, I am not what I thought I was. Uh, I am it being... is so much, uh, so much fun. I was actually talking to Greg after church a little bit about it. Um, in in some of the some of the practical parts uh, of the application, and I'm not trying to hyper spiritualize it by yeah, any yeah, yeah. by any means, but I think that it's one of those things where. <clears throat> like like the Christian walk in in so many ways is is I mean obviously we we what we're doing on this podcast is helping to develop a biblical worldview mm-hmm. ultimately right like that that's so we we engage in a variety of topics and I mean but it all comes back to the Word of God right and and some are more meaty and theological and and some are not some are like I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about something that I think will make your day a little bit uh, <clears throat> yes. You know, not super the- theological, and yet at the same time, it comes back to a biblical worldview. Mm. Now, as it pertains to jujitsu, some of the things that I'm I'm learning um, and and sort of s- contextualizing in a spiritual way is that oftentimes, man, I am expending all this energy fighting for good position, and I get in good position, but then it's what do I do from here? Yeah. You know what I mean? And in in the in the in the Christian walk, I feel like that's often, you know how it goes, right? Because you can go to any church and you're gonna hear a lot of the same stuff because it's from the Bible. Now, how they uh contextualize or how the, what's the application, all that kind of stuff, it's different. At the same time, a lot of it is very similar. And so we understand, hey, this is, I, I shouldn't talk this way. I should do this. I shouldn't do that. You know, all that kind of stuff. But, but what do we do when we get in those positions mm. to ultimately glorify God? And then also, like, I can spend my wheels fighting for all this stuff, spending all this energy. But it's like, oh, what, am, what do I do with this? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense to you? No, all? yeah, yeah. Uh I don't have anything to add to it because I just agree with those scenarios. They happen. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, is that, are you in like a spot where you're. No, not necessarily. Oh, like, oh, no, 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 not necessarily. I just, <laughs> sorry. I, I feel like there, there is, uh, I, at least for me anyways, I feel like there's a, a good amount of overlap or application 
you know, when it comes to this, these are the things that I'm physically feeling. Right, right, right. And it's like, no matter, and there's times too, you know, where it's like, I'm fighting for this good position or when I'm rolling with those guys that are, they're, they're just better. I mean, just, I mean, they've been doing it way longer. I mean, I got like two months under my belt, if that actually. And so it's, um, it's enjoyable. But at the same time, I think that a life is a lot like that where, like I'm doing all that I can do and I'm mm-hmm. still just getting pummeled. No matter what I do, uh, you know, I'm fighting for good position, but even in that good position, what do I do with it? Mm. And I think that there's times, and we're going to talk about it a little bit on the episode today because there's some stuff that came up uh, two, I think two Sundays ago uh, in Greg's sermon, which actually this last Sunday, I feel like he he remedied for me in terms of my Oh, struggle. is that right? Yeah, oh, it, was, okay. it was really good. Okay. But however, well, I think- Are we going to get into that a little bit then? Because just yeah. not to give it away, but for the listener, you and I had a talk. Yeah. And so now you're telling me he felt like there was a, a remedy- yeah, I mean, okay. I think that he reconciled them, some things in in my mind because ultimately it comes down to perspective for sure. Okay. But at the same time, I think that we've got to keep moving in that in that walk, but also that desire for just mm-hmm. maturing spiritually um, so that I'm expending less energy on these things that, that ultimately don't matter yeah. or make a difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. My my mind is in two different places right now because I'm hearing it. I'm I'm loving and agreeing with what you're saying, but I can't help just be a jerk. <laughs> and and uh, like you just said, it. You said like you know how we should we should want to have joy in that. Like we should we should be in the word, and we mm-hmm. should we should want di- to be disciplined in that. And I agree with you. Mm-hmm. We should. Uh, <sighs> I've got determinism on my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I just do, man. From from the Calvinistic uh, <laughs> perspective, and so. How can we tell people that, hey, you should do these things, you should do this, you should do this. But what if that very same Christian is so Calvinistic, he looks at you and says, well, I'll only do what I'm predetermined to do. So maybe God predetermined that I backslide or predetermined that I don't get a handle on this sin or predetermined that I don't get into Scripture. I feel like someone that would use that argument is is spiritually immature. And the only people that are going to use that <laughs> argument is are going to be people that— that I feel like, to some degree, are, are lofty in thinking. Okay, I agree with you. However, in the Calvinistic camp, they're one hundred percent right. In their in the camp, sure. So I, I guess maybe this would be a good time to. Uh, <laughs> and so let, I'm so and I'm maybe the listeners stopped listening, but I, I was keeping track with what you were saying. I just determinism has been on my mind a lot lately. I, I feel like we're we rail against that, <laughs> but I, I don't know that. Um, because there's non-believers that say that there's, there's people who left the faith. Of course, of course they were never in it. I mean, Paul tells us that, Mm -hmm. but they claim they left it and they'll say, well, I left it because of Calvinism. And then they'll, and then they'll follow it with. So therefore, you know, if I'm supposed to be saved, there's nothing I can do. God will make me. And that's their answer. They go around saying, well, if God determined me to be saved, then he will. I do feel like in, in some ways it seems like a, uh, disservice i mean i don't know this would be a good time to to promote next week's episode Um, (laughs) i'm sorry i'll probably like violent shift no 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 man that that's i feel like it it, because we do kind of get into that just a little bit yeah Uh, i think we spend so we had a special guest on which actually you were instrumental in even getting him on do you want to tell a listener about who and and what we discussed and all that yeah so um next week we'll drop an episode we had on eli the 15th 
Next Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eli Ayala from Revealed Apologetics. Now, Eli is a presuppositionalist, and that's the apologetics method I love and use. And since that is his wheelhouse, we figured, man, let's get a guy on who could teach it and speak about it better than Chris and I could. Now, Chris and I could teach you, but it would be in a layman's approach. And honestly, that's fine. I'm, I'm absolutely okay with that. If you want to learn more about apologetics, uh, man, hit me up. But um, we wanted someone who is quote unquote a professional. This is what they do. He teaches um, theology and apologetics, and I don't remember where at now. I'm drawing a blank. But he's a professor, and this is what he does. So we had him on to sort of walk us through presuppositional apologetics, uh, the methodology, some some very big philosophical terms that needed defined, and he does that. He takes us through that. Uh, but however. Now, I know this going into it. Most presuppositional apologetics uh, apologists are Calvinistic, and I'm not Calvinistic, but I am a presupp. And so it kind of it came up organically where Eli made a statement how, you know, if you're going to pre- be, be a presuppositionalist, you almost have to be a Calvinist. And so I said, whoa, let's, let's get into that. Um, and so for about 20 or 30 minutes, we were on the topic of Calvinism and predetermination and all that jazz. So please, 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 please check out the episode with Eli Ayala uh, next Friday, April 15th, is what Douglas said. Um, if you want to learn about presuppositional apologetics and a little bit about Calvinism. Also, on the po- on that episode, we told Eli, we're like, man, we'd like to have you on just, just for talking Calvinism, a whole episode of that. And he already agreed. So. Sometime in the future, we'll. But uh, but I, I with that being said, it would be good to hear, hear some feedback Absolutely. from the listeners. So, um, is that something that you'd be interested in? Obviously, you're probably going to want to listen to that episode first. It was really good. Yeah, uh, there was some parts that I had to have him dumb it down for me because he is super bright. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was an excellent episode. Uh, it will be an episode excellent episode for you to listen to uh definitely be edified by and uh it it was an encouragement yeah i definitely learned some things so um i would encourage the listeners to to check it out and also this not all christians are philosophers and that's that's absolutely fine what i mean by that is when you get into this stuff there is some philosophical language uh used and that's only because terms are developed so we can speak to each other okay everyone has has that Mm -hmm. christians have that The, the trinity that's a term made up so right. that we know what it means. So I do encourage everyone to check out this episode that's going to come up. If you get discouraged because you just don't track and follow along, because it, it's going to be brand new terms, it's, it's very philosophical. If that's the case, please hit us up. I would uh, Presuppositional apologetics is one of my very, very p- big passions that not a lot of people know about. If you want to talk privately, I, I have absolutely no qualms chewing up this food like a baby bird or a mama bird and spitting it in your mouth. If we have to water it down, that's, I'm not saying that to be insulting. Uh, there's just, it's some terms are hard to follow. If you're well, not a philosopher, it's, okay, it's hard to track. Sure. But I, I think, so for example, last week's episode, uh, we had Tim bone bright on one of the, what, right. even he was speaking okay. over me where I'm sure, like, but there was, there, so <laughs> hyperstatic union, right? Ultimately, that's what we talked about. I don't know that that was that term was ever used. Oh, okay, right. Okay. But that that's what we discussed. So, and and I think Eli actually did a really good job because absolutely the, he talked about that. He's like, you know, if you're out on the street, and you're talking about this stuff, you're not going to use these terms. Exactly. So we did, like I said, 
we did dumb it down or not dumb it down. I feel like that sounds condescending, but right. uh, but bring it down to our level. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that and, and this is a good good time to mention this is that after that interview, Joseph and I. Uh, talked and and I think more of it was from my side because um I'm not <clears throat> this is not like false humility I'm not that smart man <laughs> I'm not and and I don't know you know in, in engaging in that conversation I loved it mm-hmm. uh I would love to have him uh and other people of that same caliber on our podcast for sure um but I don't know if I'm being honest that I will ever be uh, into the weeds that much in a sense yeah. of, of and, like, uh, of, of it, it's awesome. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. I don't know that that's ever where I'm going to be and that's okay. And so I think one of the things that as a podcast, Joseph and I are, we're not experts and no. I don't know. We've never claimed to be <laughs> no, experts uh-uh. uh, by any means. And we talk about things that we d- enjoy and things that, that we believe are important for the listener to hear. Um, that we hope is edifying. And obviously things are subject to change, you know, as we grow sure, and, yeah. and, and all yeah. that stuff. But what we want to reiterate is that this is not, that's not our, we're not claiming to be experts or theologians right. or anything right. like that. We are really trying to, we're average, just common men. Mm-hmm. And so being able to engage people on that level is ultimately what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you know, that's, that's, it's not an insult to someone's intellect, man. If there's, Again, Tim, we had Tim Bombright. There was things he said where I was like, what? Dude, slow down. <laughs> like, say it again. I, yeah. Right? I'm a knucklehead. And so that's what I, I agree with you, Chris. Like, the listeners need to know you and I, we're not professionals in, by any stretch of imagination on, on scripture. Um, we're simply students. We're, we're in it just yeah. like the listeners are. Yeah. Um, the only difference between us is we have a mic and we're putting our thoughts and questions on air. That's yeah. all we're and, doing. And so tonight, uh, well, tonight in this episode, that's one of the things that we're going to do. Um, and and we'll get into the topic, but ultimately, it's not it's not opinions. Okay, it is fleshing it out a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's it's using the Word of God Amen. to contextualize. So, uh, without further ado, okay. we're not going to talk about that though. Oh. Not right now. <clears throat> I wanted to read you something because I felt like I I, I saw the headline. And I'm like, oh, dude, this is good stuff, man. I'm excited about. <laughs> okay. <this." clears throat> okay. <clears throat> so this this came out on the fourth. So actually, we're actually recording on the fourth. So this is Fred, fresh off the press uh, from the Blaze. Is that the title is transgender cyclist blocked from women's championship race after boycott threats from biologically female contestants? What? Yes, yeah. sir. I saw that title and I didn't read it. So this is true. Yeah, this, this is, is true. actually true. I oh, I'm my thrilled goodness. by this and. And it matters. So we'll get into this a little bit. Okay, so a transgender female cyclist was blocked from participating in the Women's British National Omnium Championship over the weekend, as Emily Bridges is still registered as a male cyclist, The Guardian reported. Hmm. Uh, in addition, a number of the of the race racist participants were said to be ready to boycott the race if Bridges was in it, uh, an outlet added. Okay, so what are the details? Well, the details are this. Bridges is 21, set a national junior men's record of over 25 miles in 2018, uh, the Guardian said, adding that the cyclist began hormone therapy last year to reduce testosterone levels. Okay, so th- these these group of biological female 
female racers said that they were going to boycott. Good for them. He was allowed to race. Yeah, absolutely. And, and why is this important? How do we biblically contextualize this, all this stuff? And I'm not making a stretch. God made two genders. That's right. that. And, and this woke culture wants to keep pushing all this stuff. I listened to uh, Circleback Jen uh, in an interview today, and I wish Peter Ducey would have pressed her a little bit because he asked her a question, and, and basically his question was, okay, what does the, where does the White House stand on, yeah. on like you know first graders through third graders teaching all that being able to learn about sexual identity or yeah. or, or uh what was the uh, it was sexual identity and uh gosh darn it. it it's like identity orientation and something yeah, else right? yeah, yeah yeah okay so he she asked, or he peter asked jen this question and her response was like oh you're referring to the don't say gay bill yeah i hate I, I, oh my goodness man i was floored yeah because there's that needs to be nothing in there. No. And it, and it has nothing to do, like, I, I don't want my kids at that age learning about heteros, heterosexual uh, sex Preferences or, or any of that. and gender identity. No. It has no. nothing to do, and there's nothing in there about gay. There's no word in there. The gay, gay is not in there, okay? Mm-hmm. LGBTQ, none of that. It was not motivated by that. It's the motivated by the fact that we don't want our kids at that age learning about this stuff. We don't want our kids being sexualized yep. uh, at that age. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like to push back on that with – and then she has the audacity. And again, I wish Peter would have pushed back. But he he talked – she talked about like this false narrative that is motivating yeah. the, the Florida government to push a bill like that. Yeah, I hate that because she literally <clears throat> just did that. The don't say gay bill. There's nothing in there that's, about that. Yeah, not what it's called, and that's not what it's about. Yeah. So anyway, it, uh, so I guess, and, and so that's why it matters. But the other part of it is, I kind of wanted to get your take on this: is that do you think that more women need to follow this lead of the absolutely? So, so any sport, any sport. Where the men are trying to come in and claim to be a woman and play and, and play along with you ladies, um, you need to speak up. You absolutely need to speak up. And for anyone who caught the episode a few weeks ago, I'm on the side of, I don't want, you know, if, I can't speak for all sports, but if a sport clearly says this is a men's only league, this is a female only league, then that's a rule of the sport and you right. need to play by that. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the side of even if it's a gal trying to play in the men's, if the rule is men's only, then play by that rule. Right. Yeah. The, the cyclist and the swimmer and the Olympic weightlifter, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, th- this is my opinion. Maybe I need to um, check my heart, but the, the women need to stand up as they did to the cyclist, right? They, they said, oh, absolutely. Whoa, absolutely. We're not going to do this. And so what's cool about that is their voices were heard and the male cyclist got kicked out. My hat's off to you ladies. Good stuff. Good yeah. job. Okay. Now here's where maybe I need to check my heart. If I was a the, the person who ran the men's cyclist or the men's swimming team or, or whatever, okay, and these men came back and were like, well, I guess can I be on the, on the men's? I would say absolutely not because you've just demonstrated you don't care about this sport. You're trying to push your own garbage, and you're trying to take a – shortcut advantage i don't know what you're uh, the the right phrase there you're trying to take advantage of um the fact that you now claim to be a woman like that's not good sportsmanship mm-hmm. i don't want you in my sport 
and now maybe that's maybe me. I need to check myself. But you've shown that you aren't, you're not interested in the in in sportsmanship in being the best that you can be, given the correct guidelines. Yeah. To me, it's like someone, you know, playing ball, uh, and they're playing by the rules, and they're in the correct league, and they're doing all this stuff, but they get caught with steroids. And if the rule is you can't use steroids, get out of here. You're disqualified. Hmm. Do you mean do you mean indefinitely? <laughs> yeah, and maybe I need to check my heart. Some some sports do a you're banned for four years or or whatever or, the sentence. Right, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever the sentence whatever, is. Yeah, whatever. The um, is. and maybe that's the approach. Hey, you know when you're well, I don't I I don't know how that's that's the problem with this transgender stuff. If you say okay, come on back to the men's. Is there an estrogen level that we say now you're good? I mean, I, probably not. You're just you're just choosing to compete against men and staying on estrogen. That's not that's not the athlete's fault. That's your own personal choice. Right. Yeah, you would almost think you'd have to be <clears throat> uh, you'd have to go back to sort of no, normal, right? right? Because otherwise there's no way you're competitive. No. And again, if you want to if you want to remain on estrogen, he was competitive. Right. Right. <laughs> Okay, and so, okay, let's address that. So <clears throat> someone gets to go, well, hold on now. He was already pr- really good as a male. So see, you don't get a claim that it's unfair, this or that stuff. No, that, that wasn't my objection at all. I don't, I don't care if, you know, LeBron James joins the women, and that's why. I have a problem with he's not a woman. Mm-hmm. You're in the, the wrong league. Right. By the way, LeBron James, if he slipped over to the women's <laughs> basketball – Oh my gosh! It'd be the first time I ever paid to watch women's basketball. Just kidding. Okay, so what else? That's that's awesome. <laughs> that does anyone watch the WNBA? I, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like you are being very. Um, what's the what's the word? Sex? Uh, I'm no, I'm not. It's just that people. The money goes where the entertainment is. Okay, so. Let me just end on that. The money goes where the entertainment is. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. It'd be like it'd be like starting a. a no. That's why I'm, we're so rich gotta, doing this, bro. Dang. Heck yeah. You know what? I'm gonna stand by my words. That's why we're not making the money. Okay. We're, we're not about entertainment. That's not what we're about. We're not about entertainment. Oh, we're not. No. Oh, that's okay. So if you ever listen to us for entertainment. Go ahead and click unsubscribe. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Stay, stay, stay with us. Uh, but how about this? Good for the ladies. They need to more, more women in the, across the sports need to start banding together, standing and speaking up. Um, Please, I, it, it, it's too bad that it comes to this, man. Like that, these women had to threaten to boycott that race. What what that means is the thing they love to do, the thing they've been training to do, they had to risk not doing it. Just to make a point. Luckily, their voices were heard, and so it's good stuff, man. I wish this man the best. Hope he finds Jesus, and uh, I hope he finds uh, realizes what gender he is, and he can go compete against the men. Good for him. All right. <clears throat> okay, so I this is what I want to talk about. This also, learn to do good, seek justice, and correct oppression. Isaiah one seventeen. I forgot. Oh, sorry, I was going to say that. All right, so I guess I'll just not talk about what I want to talk about, you know? It's the last time I interrupt you. I'm sorry. What do you got? It better be. 
Okay, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Greg, Greg had preached a sermon, and and I, I and I enjoyed it very much. Um, but I think that I was left with some questions. Sure, some questions, and and I guess what I want to ask you is. Do you think, just from the hip? Uh, <laughs> oh, get, how dare you! <laughs> uh, if you if you turn turn your Bible to one First John uh, two, like say fifteen through seventeen. Fifteen through seventeen. I guess I'm curious 17. if there's a an over application of this, okay. and and so in the context is is that <clears throat> should we read the verses out of context first? No, I mean, I think that I think that there is a context. That wasn't what Greg was preaching on. Oh, by any okay, means. okay. One of the things, Excuse so he me. Was, what me. he was preaching on uh, was Romans eight, I think eighteen. Okay, um, and which I guess we could read that. Although mm, I don't read scripture. Romans eight. Yeah. Oh, I got it memorized. I actually, actually, eight eighteen. Yeah, it's funny. Romans is the only book of the Bible I memorized. So you've memorized a whole book. Romans huh? eight eighteen. Okay, you realize that we're on YouTube now, and I don't know that you're going to be able to pull this off as well as you used to. But go ahead. I'll edit out uh, people Seeing where they think they see me looking, looking up verses. It's oh, weird. you're going to put like fake eyes. Eight <laughs> eighteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, eight eighteen. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Gosh, yeah, amen. Okay, so one of the things that that he he had talked about was just, and and Greg and I probably differ just a little bit in this regard, in that I don't think. Uh, how do I, how do I word this? Because I know he's gonna listen to. This. You got a big guy. It's our podcast. It's not his. I know, I know, but I I want to honor his perspective. Yeah, for sure. And and so I sometimes I get the impression that um his perspective, and maybe he would affirm this, but that his perspective is that to be a Christ follower, mm-hmm. you have to be poor. Uh, you have to suffer. You have to be uh, without, and, mm-hmm. and and that is the sacrificial right, life. Right. Now, I don't, from a bib- biblical perspective, I don't argue that necessarily. Mm-hmm. However, I don't see that that is the only standard. Right. I, I just simply do not. <laughs> right. I just simply so, now, so because I believe, and this is why I say that Greg sort of contextualized and he's he he reconciled some things because the following right yeah, it would have been last weekend Be, okay. and he did he, he absolutely did because cool. he 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 talked about suffering in in context because everyone is i might be in this season of my life or or maybe the majority of my life has been blessed with good health mm-hmm. there are other people who have suffered suffered in in terms of health yeah now the end end goal and result is to pursue god Right to bring God glory and and all of those things. So, because I push back on this, I I, I tend to think that. <clears throat> actually, let's read. Uh, for, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I I push back on this a little bit because I think there's a context to First sure. John uh, 15 through 17, and I will read now, that. Uh, just just so we're clear, um, yes. you you said you're wrestling right now with maybe the perhaps the two perspectives, his versus yours. Did you talk to him to yes. to go? Is this your perspective? We've we have had talks. Okay, uh, and and I feel like when because I don't want to put words in his mouth. No, but. for sure. After after this, uh, we had a a uh, spirited discussion. Okay, and so I I don't know that I I felt at the time that it was super productive. I guess. Okay, you know what I mean because I feel like 
And and I know he 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 razzed me a bit, um, <laughs> as a, but I, I was genuinely trying to because I, I have this idea or I feel like I'm out of sorts in terms of trying to what what you know which way to go here because again this is a lot of this is just flushing out I think and this is I'm gonna just put it out there I think that Christians should be the best at everything every everything we do should um. Um, if you are a coach, try, right. It, try because to. his perspective was like, you know, I coached this year and I couldn't even tell you my record, okay. you know? And again, in the grand scheme of things, does it matter? No, Sal- it salvationally, matter. it does no. not matter no. in the grand scheme of things uh-uh. in terms of the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. However, I push back on that. And I say that you are a coach. You should be the best coach on the field. Now does success and maybe this is a question is success measured differently as a Christian, mm. right? I would say yes mm-hmm. and no. I would say yes in a sense that, okay, if my ultimate aim and goal is to glorify God and to lead others to Christ and, and all of those things, okay, maybe okay. that perspective is different in terms of success. Am I leading these young men, you know, if I'm coaching football or whatever, yeah. um, <clears throat> to, to a relationship with Christ, okay? Maybe that's one thing. Maybe it's, am I discipling them? Am I... um living that example out am i am i urging them to be better men mm-hmm. right which ultimately is yeah, for yeah. christ yeah. okay but at the same time i look at it like i should do that with excellence i should do my best to equip them mm-hmm. to be successful not just in life but in the sport i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think that if you're going to and and i i love wrestling uh, one of one of my favorite things aside from obviously the wrestling and the upsets of the NCAA national finals is when these young men win, I can't tell you how many of them, but but there's several of them that give glory to God. And I, and that is, that's a tough tournament, man. Like you're talking about the bet, the highest level in collegiate Mm -hmm. wrestling national Mm -hmm. champions. And these guys give God glory. I love that. Absolutely, man. I absolutely, absolutely love that. In fact, a few years ago, uh, I, I preach on a part of that as a, my sermon because I, I I think that's so awesome that they use that platform. Now, is that the end-all, be-all? No. And in the grand scheme of things, does it matter? Right. No, it doesn't matter. But at the same time, the argument that <clears throat> that if you're a Christian, you have to be you know, poor, broke, right. starving, and, and oppressed— I don't. Yeah. I, now, is that in scripture? Yes, that's in scripture. But is that a, what, an what's end in all scripture? Be- that there are some that are. That's that, you're going to be your life. Okay, right, right, right. I want to clear that there are in scripture. There it says. I don't want to say warning, but just a hey, being real with you, Christian. Just right. because you're Christian doesn't mean you're going to have quote unquote mm-hmm. this fun rainbow filled life. Okay, right. So I want I want the listeners to understand too, because I want them to follow along with what you're saying. So if anything. It's not to be against Greg. We man, we no, love, no, no, we no, love, no, we no, love no. Greg. And, and this um, is a conversation that I've had with him, right? But and I don't want to speak for you, Chris. But what you are being cautious about, and perhaps pushing back, is the perspective. Now, whoever's perspective this is, right? That because you're a Christian, it therefore means you probably should be poor. You should be struggling. Right. You should not in, have anything "quote unquote" worldly that you enjoy. It should be miserable. In fact, you probably should gloat in your misery and pursue that because man we're christian and we should have it hard well and 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 yeah right that's what you're pushing against well and 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 what is and the pushback would then be that first john uh 2 15 through 17 yes do not love the world 
or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life not is not from the Father, but is from the world. Mm-hmm. And the world is passing away with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. There you go. Again, I, I, I there's a context, though, yeah. right? Is my motivation... For my flesh. Now, I think that there's a tension. Don't get me wrong. Sure. Okay. If 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 I am at that, let's just say an Olympic level wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or or any athlete, but let's just say Olympic level wrestler. They're devoted. Their diet. Their their time. Their their exercise. All those things. They are absolutely devoted to that craft. But so is anyone else that has any other craft on the planet. And and let's just say let's or let's ask the question: Where did that that gift come from? Where did it come from? You better God. You better point Absolutely to him. Absolutely, it came from God. Okay. So, is the perf- are they wrong for pursuing this? No, no, not necessarily. No, no not necessarily. Right? Could they be? Could yes. that be their idol? Right. Right. Yes, right. sir. It could be. And okay. that. Well, hold on. That exact example. I love man because I, I love what you're getting on wrestling. The, to be the world's best, right? It's it's slippery because you could. This very thing could be bad. Yes, it could be wrong. Yes, but also this very thing. Right, I could I could use to bring glory right. to God. Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And and because the other thing that I, I press him on a little bit is like who 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 gives the blessing? God gives the blessing. So so and and I understand that Jesus when he is saying that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle mm-hmm. than it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. I understand the context of that. It's, it's nearly impossible or, or it is impossible. Yeah. But does that mean that, that if God blesses someone with wealth, that they're, that they're automatically not going to heaven? Like, um, and, to, and you, you hear that all the time about like Dave Ramsey. Now, right. <laughs> I, I got, maybe I, I picked got, a terrible example. <laughs> I got you a better one. Okay. Uh, Tim Tebow. Okay? okay, okay, there you go. Tim Tebow. Now, because I, I do feel like, because the pushback I get is like, and this is what Greg said to me. He's like, you're wealthy. He said that to me. And, I, and I'm not arguing in the grand scheme of things. In a, in a world economy, am I wealthy? Yeah, I guess I am. Because I got good. two cars. I'm yeah, doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah, 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 okay? Yeah. But, but, man, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Right. You and, know good and well what I meant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. right. So Tim Tebow, financially... Okay. <clears throat> Wealthy. Tim Tebow yeah. is is wealthy. Yeah. Okay. Now, and that's even compared to me, but but he would not be wealthy compared to some other people. And, okay. I, and I would concede to that. However, Tim Tebow is doing some phenomenal things for the yeah. kingdom of God. Yeah. Not on his own accord, but through the will of the Lord. Yeah. He's he is doing some amazing things. Um, I, I've listened to a couple of podcasts lately that he's been on. Now, <clears throat> I would also agree. Uh, or 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 just put this out there. There are some theological things that I, I would probably part ways with him on. Okay. Okay. But is it a matter of salvation? I would say it's not. And I would say that he is wealthy. He is well known, um, and he's done some amazing things in the in the and in, was good at football. Is right? good at right. Good at football. Good at so, baseball. You know what I'm saying? Like so, those things. Right. Should we therefore go? Well, he's involved in those things. Therefore, he's probably less of a Christian than you or I. We better not. No. We better no. not. No. He is using what God has given him right. to further the kingdom, to be a blessing to others. Right. Okay. He could use those things for, for his, his own, own desire. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that context of, you know, the the 
desires of the eyes or, or the yeah. lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. So again, I, I is it a slippery slope? Yes. Sure. And is there, what's the reason that, <clears throat> that let's, let's give it some distinction because okay. there is man. Um, the Greek there for the, the word lust is a pithom, a Um, <laughs> Hey, I'm not Greek. Um, so when it says the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, it means to long for and want the, uh, what is forbidden. Uh-huh. That's very specific. Right. It's not, man, well, because I'd co- like to be a millionaire. Right. That's not, for, that's not forbidden. That's not forbidden. I want to be a football champ. That's not forbidden. Right. Now, could you go about that? Through, like we said, sure. could you be doing it for your own glory mm-hmm. for the lust of your flesh? Yeah, right. you could, you could, you could want to be a millionaire for the very absolute Wicked right. reasons, absolutely could be, and you could use it for for wicked reasons, you know, in wicked ways as well. Absolutely. So, is it wrong to be wealthy? No, no. And I feel like that's what annoys me about the perspective. <laughs> and I'm not saying that Greg is full on. Now he might be, and and I'm sure <clears throat> that after this drops, you know, we'll be having a conversation. Right. Well, and that's why I wanted to clear up. We're we're not railing against him at no, all. No, no, absolutely not. But, I I love this part. For but sure. this perspective that exists out there that someone thinks is a Christian, well, I should, I should hate money. I should hate uh, sports. I, like, where, where do you get that from? That's right. the perspective where we're going, eh, not, well, not I feel so like, much. Is it, not, it seems like a cheap, and, and a cheap churchy cop-out to say, yes. well, it doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't need to do anything with excellence. Right. Because is it for the kingdom? Am I, you know, when I'm at work managing a power plant, you know, is that for the kingdom? First Corinthians well, no, 10 31. Really. So whatever you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. Oh, come on. If you're man. coaching football, you're a boss at work. You don't take those things and go, you know what? They don't matter my salvation. So, man, I'm just not going to put any stock in them or, or whatever. Right. No, you were given that. Right. You better act like, dude, act like a, a Christian and a representative. Right. Do it. Whatever you do. Do it so that you can bring glory to God. Right. So, so, so do you, so I guess maybe I should, I should have asked you, do you, what is your perspective or how do you feel about my statement that, that, that I feel like every Christian should be the best at everything yeah. that we do? Yeah. So I, I wrote down cause I didn't want to forget. I, I wanted to press against you and I don't know if you have an answer, Chris, but is there scripture to support that we should, um, and I know what you're saying. You're not saying we should be the best. And if you're not, then hang it up. You're saying, you're a Christian. You've been given things. Mm-hmm. Strive to be extra, extra darn good. And you're pre- you're saying even more so mm-hmm. because no, your livelihood doesn't depend on it or whatever. Maybe it does, but you're trying to bring glory to God. Mm-hmm. That's that is worth more than the millions or whatever. Sure. So yeah, if you have millions and you're that's fine, cool. But do these things so that you can bring glory to God. Not so that you can bring glory to God, but do them in a way that brings a way, glory to God. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, and I speak because I feel like. It, it, you know, if I'm, if I'm gonna, I, I'm, I might even push back on my own perspective or maybe I'm hearing Greg push back my own perspective. Yeah. Uh, it's just that, you know, that, that maybe there is a, a cheap justification for, well, I, I do this, uh, for the glory of God, you know, when, when maybe God's not asking you to be whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. doing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe I, I want to be a, a famous musician or I want to be a musician or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a stupid example, but, <laughs> but nonetheless, and I justify it in my own mind because I, I'm going to do this for the glory of God. But then 
what am I, what am I doing? And yeah. so a great example, my wife is not going to like this at all. Uh-oh. And I might end up on the couch. But, we'll edit it out. <clears throat> but She'll need, never need hear. to breathe. It's a great band. Like okay. they're good. I enjoy their music, but they're, 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 they are Christians. I assume professing Christians, professing, professing Christians, but do not, uh, in my estimation, do anything to that, are, that is intentional about glorifying God. Okay. Okay. I, that that is what it is. Okay, um, <clears throat> so that's a, that's one of those things. So is it a justification? Because I feel like I don't even know that they're they've written some Christian songs or mm-hmm. some songs about God. They have, um, but but I would not say they're a Christian band. I would not. Okay, and I don't know that they would say that about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's you got one foot in, one foot out. <laughs> now that is that fleshly um, justification. That I guess I'm railing against in in my own yeah, yeah, in yeah. my own opinion is that I feel like they are a good band okay. and they have done some awesome things. Have they used every opportunity, with, you know, with the gifting that they've been given to glorify God? And I would say, from my perspective, my perspective, no, no, they have not. Okay. Now, is that is that a fair assessment? Does my opinion matter? I mean, you know, maybe not. You know, I think it's a fair assessment, but my opinion doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Sure, because I also don't know what they're doing behind the scenes sure, either. Yeah, fair. So fair. you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just simply saying, you know, that is different than you know, and even and I can say the same thing about these wrestlers. You know, I don't know what they're doing in 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 their everyday life, you know, to glorify God and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know that on that, on the biggest stage, you can tell the ones that, that are about the business, you know, about, absolutely, about like, man. giving God glory in there because there are absolutely other ones yeah. that do not, it is all about self. Yep. No, I, I would jump back on your, um, uh, um, sort of uh, question that you're posing of man, as a Christian, you even more should should strive to be the best. I, I'm I'm gonna get on board with that, man. Now I am gonna press on you against here in a second and ask for a scriptural support in that, which I don't I don't know if there is, but I would like to argue. Well, I think you just read one. Gosh, yeah, yeah, and I'm okay with that. And 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 so I guess to finish my point is even more so as a Christian, if I, whatever I'm gonna do. Uh, be a professional football player. Be a instructor at the college. Right. Be a boss at the right. at the power be plant. Be a pastor. Be a pastor. You you even more should strive to be the best, not for the sake what does of best being the best. Mean? Right. Not for the sake of being best, but because eyes are on you. Right. Right. If I can be in this position, people can take note when Tebow mm-hmm. took a knee. Right. Okay. Yeah, and they made fun of took him for took it. a knee. That simple thing. Uh, you're in a position where you shouldn't go. Well, I'm wearing. I'm, I'm a football player, so I'm just going to put on the football hat and put off my Christian hat. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You be a Christian the whole time, right? And you try to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in a spot where people are going to go. Man, this guy's a professional football player. I, I keep going back to that example just because that's that's what we're talking about. Man, this guy's a professional football player. He's in the NFL, and he's not out chasing drugs or women he's got a family mm-hmm. he's a family man he does good things that that's a good use of what god has given right, you right absolutely you're bringing your because help where do the gifts glory. come from right from god right so, i'm I with mean, you if you're if you're a, a if, if you're a, a rancher you know what i'm saying how you do business mm-hmm. you should be the yep. best at it now does best mean the biggest and is does best mean the most uh financially uh well off does it 
No, that's not the context I'm using. I'm saying the best in terms of how you approach the business. Right. Do you uh, care for the animals? Do, are you using the gifting that God has given you to 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 magnify or not magnify, uh, to multiply the herd? Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Are you doing business in a way that does bring God glory? Are you cutting corners? Are you mm. are you doing shady deals? Right. That's not Christian like. That's not right? Christian like. Well, just because I can, you know what I'm saying? Right. Are you are you cutting taxes? Are you you know what I'm saying? Are you You've been given abilities. <laughs> right. Use those to the best. Right. Absolutely. That I mean, I I, I would argue and say that's that's your uh your yardstick, right? Mm-hmm. Use your best ability. So if you right. are going and going, I, for me, man, I think it's a cop out to just go, well, as a Christian, I, yeah, I'm just not gonna pursue these things. Yeah, because they just don't matter. I, I don't I don't know where you get that. Right. Right. And I f- if I'm being honest, I feel like it's a cop out. And I don't know. I'm not trying to like poke fun at anyone, but um, I just think it doesn't take courage to just go. Eh, I'm just not going to pursue these things because well, that's what a Christian. Yeah, but they. Do. I I feel like the pushback would be, well, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Therefore, you know, they could be doing other things that are more important. Or it's you know, it's not about wins and losses. It's you know, really about just love and the sport or whatever. And again. I, I don't disagree with that, but I think there's a context, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I would take it back to wrestling in that, in the same understanding, okay? Part of it is a chicken or the egg argument to some degree, but I, I am involved in the kids' wrestling program. Mm-hmm. Now, in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter in the grand scheme of things. I mean, the sport does not matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. Now, obviously, there's a ton of life, life application there that, that absolutely does matter. But I don't. I think you're doing you're doing a disservice to these kids, which ultimately is not glorifying to God mm-hmm. by by this mentality of well, it doesn't matter. No, I want <laughs> them to strive for excellence, right. which means that I am going to coach them tough. Right. I'm going to have you're a gonna, high expectation yep. for them because I want them to succeed. Right. And and does that always manifest itself in wins and losses? No, not necessarily. But they're going to learn something about themselves. And and so does that glorify God? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in the way that I do it, does I, right? I, yeah, absolutely, man. And I, and I would say, <clears throat> I, I'm, man, I'm on board with you. If you're in a position to ask people to give you their best ability, mm-hmm. and you have a high expectation, um, that's that's wonderful, man. Because yeah, you're doing what you can, but also you're teaching people a skill that's man going to make them mm-hmm. face life, face yeah. challenges. Like you're giving them that, but you're doing it by being in the here and now, right? Not going well. I'm just not really, not really going to care because ultimately it doesn't matter. No, it it does matter, man. You can reach people. You can give them skills. You can teach them discipline. I thought that was one of the big things too, by the way, in, in like most sports, right? Discipline, character building, those are wonderful things. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> why, why would they all of a sudden be? Yeah, they, those don't matter because ultimately, yeah, it just doesn't matter. No, well, those, I those are know. important. And I, in, in all of that, like Greg, I love you, man. And I'm not, I'm not pushing back on your perspective because to, because Greg's perspective ultimately is that, you know, we have to pursue the kingdom first, which amen. that's what Jesus says. Yeah, amen. amen. I mean, amen. But but let's not nullify that. By by dismissing that God actually put you in this position, mm-hmm. wherever you're at, right. right? Like if if you are good at something, if it is coaching, or if it, I don't care what it is. Okay, God put you in that position. 
And I think being able to do that with excellence is important. Even if, you know what I'm saying? Because it is a ministry or it is, I don't, I, I just struggle with the notion that, that, uh, you know, that's of the world. And so we ought to throw it out mm. because in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it is of the world to some degree. And there is a tension there, but who created it? Right. Right. Yeah. God did. And so I'm with you, man. This, this blanket statement that we say in, in the church of like, yeah, just anything from the world. Don't have, don't have anything to do with it. Well, whoa, yikes. Because uh, if I guess, if I could press on one scenario, um, as a Christian then, should we pursue medicine? Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't go, nah, as a Christian, I, I reject all medicine because my flesh should, should suffer. No, we, it's, a good, it's a good thing that we have medicine. And I, I always stand by this too, for anyone that wrestles with that. Um, if there's a truth that exists, it's only true because God says so. So if medicine works, you can thank God for that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I got a uh, Bible verse for you here. Uh, it's 1 Corinthians 3, 13 through 15. Wow. Each one's work will become manifest, uh, for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire... Uh, will test the sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on for the foundation survives on the foundation, gosh. You got it. You got it. Okay, starting in verse 14. <laughs> if the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will survive or he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only through as through the fire. Okay, mm-hmm. so this what that is a measurement of the what we are building on, the type of work that we're doing. Yeah. Right? So we we should do things with excellence. And I don't think anybody's arguing that per se, but I feel like the notion that if it's if it's only and this is the problem is that I feel like there's this this notion that there's a, a sacred and a secular right? A divide mm-hmm. in a sense, right? There's a divide between the sacred, the sacred and the secular. Right. And, and we would argue that there's not. Right. Everything is sacred. Everything. Yeah. Right. Between, you know, how I teach these students to, to do, do a craft, man, that is going to provide an income for them. That's going to provide for their families down the line. That is, it's putting pride, right? And, and again, you know, we, we would, would we push back on that and say, well, because that's one of the big things that <clears throat> I drives me bananas with some of the guys that I work with is that take pride in your work, mm-hmm. right? I don't care if if I if I'm putting my name on it, right? And again, is this of the flesh? Is it not? I don't know. I would like to say maybe, but it's out of the excellence of God, right? That, yeah, that, no, that God has provided. No man, if my name's going on it, dude, I'm doing a good job. Absolutely, no, great, great point. Because someone could use that to go. Right, if this might be a hyper application, but if they go, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to have pride in my work because that's that's pride. Okay, so that's licensed to just not do your job, right? To do it as crappily as possible, right? Where do you get that? So, is there? But do you think they're going to get pushback on taking taking pride in your work? Or, or yeah, being- yeah. And so, just to clear it up for that person who's going to, um, you should take pride in your work uh, because whatever we do, we shoot for the glory of God. But don't take pride in yourself. Right. Right. You do a job and it's yes. good. You don't go around boasting like, yeah, hey, I did that. Hey, right. yeah. Yeah. you know who did it? Me. That was me. Right. Yeah. Chill, bud. Yeah. Let your work speak. Right. Okay. 
So right. again, this one and example. Is it because I, and this is the thing too, that tension of like, is it because I want, do I do this good job because I want the praise of man? Nope. That's part of yourself. Right. I want to do it good because God gave me abilities and yes. I want to serve that. Right. Absolutely. So what's wrong with it's that? It's not, yeah. I, see, I, I'm afraid that perspective we're pushing against is licensed to just do stuff as crappily as, as you, because, hey, because it doesn't matter. Well, I, like, I mean, like I've listened to, so I'm not, uh, I, I have done some limited distance running and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, man. There are some coaches that I've seen at some cross-country meets that, that I, I have no idea if they're believers. I have no idea. If I had to guess, maybe. But, but it, in a sense, it's irrelevant to some degree. You can tell that these guys, and they're from Stanton County, they love what they do. Mm-hmm. They love what they do, man. And they're engaging these kids. And I'm telling you, man, they're the biggest cheerleaders. And they're running from you know corner to corner to, to engage these kids. Hey, you're doing great. Hey, this is your time. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? I, I love it. And it's inspiring to me, not because I'm a runner, not because I'm going to be a coach of runner. Not, it's nothing like that. It's, this is the way, this is done in excellence. And we've talked about this, a craftsman, right? We've talked about this mm-hmm. uh, uh, several times. But I don't care what kind of craft, and, and I don't mean it in like, and again, you could glue stuff to paper or whatever, but you know, as far as a craft. <clears throat> I <laughs> but I, I mean it more in a rugged sort of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yep. don't care what it is. Watching a craftsman do their work, it, it, that is a joy to me. Yeah. Because that is a skill that has been honed over time mm-hmm. and repetition and just that, that level of, and again, pride in, in the craftiness, not necessarily in, and it could be in the flesh too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know the individuals. To me, it's irrelevant because the work, like you said, mm-hmm. let your work speak. Yeah. And again, that, that's why I like that, that scenario, man, because it, it is examples of both. That one thing. Being a pro football player, being a uh, someone top in their trade, you can do that and bring glory to God. Or you can take that same exact thing that you're doing and that you're the best at and just serve yourself, which is pride of the flesh. So it's just interesting, man. This one thing, uh, this, the thing didn't change and, and determine its outcourse. It's the individual. It's their heart, which is... Man, just always good stuff because Scripture constantly does that, man. It's always the issue of the heart. That is what we're getting at. So are you, uh, are you being a tradesman or, or a top football player, You know, a coach, a boss, whatever it is? Are you doing it to bring glory to God or are you doing it to bring glory to yourself? Two huge different outcomes. But the, uh, the thing didn't change. And I just find that interesting, man. What you looking up, Killer. Uh, I feel like, you know the thing about <laughs> the uh the Bible on like a an app is, <laughs> is that man it, it it's not know, as fun flipping pages I'll tell you that yeah um how about this if you are one of the Christians that struggle with this and think well yeah I I think a Christian should um be poor or you know not have money they should struggle um. If that's your perspective, right? Because you're so against worldly stuff. Oh, you already, uh, you already read it. The Colossians 3. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so say you go to Subway, man, and you ask for this footlong sandwich, and this person, you get to the end of the line, and they give you this like half mess of a sandwich that's not folded, 
the stuff has fallen out of it. They didn't even give you give you the right ingredients. As a Christian, are you gonna pay for that? Or are you gonna be consistent and go, eh, well, it doesn't matter. They didn't take pride in their sandwich, and that's good. We shouldn't take pride in stuff. So give me that crappy sandwich and I'll pay top dollar. Absolutely not, man. You you there's a standard. We do stuff well. Why? Because that's our ability, and those are God given. And we ask that of each other. We don't so we don't Again, it's not licensed to just do stuff as poor as possible. I, 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 don't, I don't know where that mentality came from. So, anyhow. Okay, so I got, I got a verse for you here. Okay, you too. Ecclesiastes 9.10. Whatever, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For there is, there is no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol uh, to which you are going. Ooh. Which I... I don't know if that necessarily applies, but wait, wait, what verse like was that again? Part, uh, uh, Ecclesiastes nine ten. Ecclesiastes, hey, that's in the Bible. Yeah. All right. Uh, or how about whatever uh, your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. For yes. the realm, for in the realm of the dead, where you're going, there is neither work nor playing or yeah, almost. Uh, yeah, that stuff doesn't matter <laughs> for the after, but for now, yeah, absolutely. Do that, do that with all your might. You're, a, you're able to do it with all your might. You should. I mean, I feel like there's a, there's a ton of, I mean, like the Proverbs uh, 6, you know, 6 through 11. I mean, there, there's plenty, plenty there that do not be a sluggard, right? Like, don't be lazy about stuff. And again, uh, is, is that necessarily what we're railing against? No, but I feel like at the same time, that is it, right? Like if, if your mentality is, is I'm a Christian and therefore I don't have to do this or that. I feel like one of the things that I really appreciate about, appreciate about Kyle Thompson's ministry um, is that he is, you know, uh, equipping men to push back darkness, right? By mm-hmm. forging spiritual, mental, uh, and physical resilience yep right so and i, I he yeah. does that a lot quicker than i do but <laughs> you know what i'm saying but and, and, still and good that, that's not a shameless plug we had him on the podcast and it was great but i think that that is what i'm talking about uh in a in a grand in the grand scheme of things because it would be easy for the christian man to say well yeah spiritual it's just about spiritual and i and i yeah. agree in the ultimate sense that's all that matters right is my relationship with god mm-hmm. absolutely however god has given me the ability to to obviously be mentally strong, right? I should. I, I feel like you know to to argue uh, all these you know a, a biblical worldview of of why it's wrong to have abortion. Okay, if I just took that from that perspective, that's that's good enough. But what is wrong with having a, a scientific understanding which God created? Mm-hmm. This is a human being mm-hmm. that you're ripping from the mother. You're murdering this this baby, you know, to have like, a, and, and that was not that intelligent, but to have an intelligent understanding of that. Is there anything significantly spiritual about that? Man. No, not necessarily. And at the same time, it is a sanctity of life. Is it is it wrong of me or you to understand how the how finances work in our world? Right. Or, or you know, uh, and we could we could go on and on and talk about all. Well, these yeah, things. I mean, again, just going back to God given abilities, man. He gave right. you uh, the cognitive faculties to make good decisions. Right. So if that's with finances, if that's right. with like love your wife, 
Right. Love your wife. You you should do that well, I would hope. Right. Right. And and you might laugh. Well, yeah, because it's commanded in scripture. Yeah, just like doing stuff with our hands. Mm-hmm. Bring glory to God. That's in scripture too. Right. So in everything you do, you should do well. Right. If you're a mechanic, you should be the best mechanic. Right. I I believe strive that. to you, right. absolutely. Again, I'm with you. I'm with is you. Is it is it always in the wins and losses? No, not necessarily. But right. you should absolutely strive. If you're making a sandwich at Subway. You should be Do the it best well. Do it. darn sub yeah. sub sandwich maker there is. Yeah. It's not licensed to just go, eh, I don't, I don't care. Now, I guess I would say, too, for the listeners, Chris, let's clear up something else. Maybe someone's heart's desire is they simply just don't want money. They, they are happy just barely scraping by, um, not necessarily because they just don't want to – they're like, oh, money's evil. But maybe it's just their heart's desire, man. They just like – that's how they want to live. That's how they want their household. They just don't want to have a lot of things. They don't have enough money. You and I are not saying that's bad. That's no. their hearts. Does, hey, that's fine. Yeah. Right. But we're pressing What we're pressing against is going, uh, yeah, every Christian should be that way. Every Christian should uh, not want money because it's wicked. Like, that, that's just simply not true. You, you should be doing stuff well. Whatever position you find yourself in. Right, I, I feel, and that that's the same argument that someone that would argue, well, Christians can't drink alcohol at all, right? That that's not now. You might have that preference <laughs> where you feel like it's not you good for you. Yeah. You don't want to. I don't have a problem ahead. with that. So I, I I guess I would take the same approach, yeah. right? If your approach is that you know you you sh- every extra dime that you make you know, above your means, right. you should Get give away. Right. Right. I, again, I I don't know that I see that per se in scripture. And yet at the same time, I wouldn't say someone's wrong for living mm-hmm. that way, but I wouldn't say that's the standard either. Yeah. Right. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, or, or no, absolutely. Because there, there's a, it's one of those things where someone could take a concept and run to the extreme on either ends. And we're just simply saying, no, that, that's, not true we need to be careful with these blanket statements and actually see what scripture says it it is a good thing to um want to do well to want to do well in whatever trade or position you're in um and ultimately bring glory to god good grief okay and and i uh, obviously you know, I guess maybe to swim, swing the pendulum to the other <laughs> side, right? That God is all about health, wealth, and prosperity would equally be wrong. Yeah, we are not pushing that. Um, not at all. As a Christian, you're not guaranteed these and things. And we don't do these things so for, that. Right, right. That's not the motivation. I think ultimately it comes down to the motivation of the heart, right? Absolutely. I done said that, man. It keeps oh, coming didn't? back to the yeah. It, come, it comes oh, back to I the didn't heart. Hear you say that. And, uh, <laughs> I thought that was my original idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Scripture's idea. Uh, and whatever we're doing, man, it, it could be a good thing or a bad thing. But we got to look at the heart of the individual, and and yeah. and sometimes that can be tough. And sometimes we should approach someone just out of that concern. And maybe we're wrong. Maybe sometimes they their heart is in the right spot. But we could we could still approach with concern. So there you go, man. What else you got? Okay, so you well, I, I not a lot actually. Oh, I don't have anything else. Um, <laughs> you, we talked about the Eli Ayala yes. episode. There was another one. Did you talk about him as well? I did not. Let me look up his name. It is R L. 
or and, and I don't know when we'll drop that one. I, yeah. That might be the other. Um, R.L. Solberg um, is an author, theologian, apologist. Um, his big thing on YouTube is he has this channel where he, I mean, his ministry is 100% dedicated to this, where he r- absolutely speaks against the Hebrew Roots Movement mm-hmm. or to- Torahism is what he calls it. Um, and oh my gosh, we're going to have him on that episode should drop at the later half of April. So look forward to that. But what RL does, man, is he, he takes a strong scriptural approach. Mm -hmm. Like you and I try to stand on the word. This guy stands on the word 50 different ways on one topic. That's exciting. So what he's good at is he'll take the claims of the Hebrew roots movement and then test it with scripture. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't just test their whole concept. He'll test every single step of the way, wow. and he'll he'll hold to the scripture, and then he will show you why maybe three or five perspectives on that one scripture doesn't work when you apply the word a certain way, mm-hmm. which is what the Hebrew Roots Movement right. does. Oh, they'll yes. twist a word yeah, or whatever, yeah. and the implications of that, and then he'll show you you know verses later down the road why it doesn't hold water. Like you want to talk about someone thorough using scripture, super super good stuff. So later half of April, R.L. Solberg, he, he's going to be coming on. Speaking against the Hebrew Roots movement. So if you want to, um, oh, if you want to understand better what the Hebrew Roots movement is, or if you have a friend or, or loved one that's in it and you want to speak against it, really, really check out this episode. Good stuff. Yeah, okay. that's exciting stuff. So um, anything else in the works? Well, I ca- just I don't necessarily have an ultimate point with these two things. Um, I feel like just sharing them with you, and, and maybe the listener will will dig it. Um, so a couple things. Uh, All right. Well, that's no, don't wrap it up. No, 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 no. Okay. So, oh, um, I, I teach carpentry at the college. One of my students, we, uh, just happened to catch coffee at the same time in the cafeteria. And so we just, I sat at the table with him. We were talking, talking scripture and talk, just talking how a Christian should be. It was so cool, man. He, for whatever reason, I, I want to say we were talking about loving or, or just, just being a Christian. And he felt a need to tell me, like, man, Mr. Dobbs, so-and-so in our class, I really struggle with. that. Like, this person annoys me, is, is what he's telling me. Mm-hmm. So as an instructor, you know, <laughs> as an instructor, you want to learn how to discipline your flesh, flesh uh, become an instructor. Because you can't, well, just be a professional. So it's not mm-hmm. just limited to being an instructor, right? right. Again, okay, here, that, man, that goes back to being a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. In whatever, every position you're in, be a Christian. Right. Yeah. So what that means is he is opening up to me and he's complaining, man, this person is annoying. I, I can't jump in and badmouth. I can't jump in and gossip. Be a Christian, right? Yeah. right? I'm trying to represent mm-hmm. Christ. So I just go, oh, yeah? Like, just I'm listening to him. He goes, yeah, I struggle because this person annoys me and 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 I, I just don't know what to do. And, and I'm just listening. And he goes, but I know that's like, like that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to love that person. Mm. And I go, really? He's like, yeah. So like, I, I pray and I ask for that. Like, God, show me how to love this person. Mm. Cause I don't, I don't want to just hate them. I want to sure. show them love. And so, and he's like, and so I struggle with that. Sometimes it's hard. That's awesome. And I was like, dude, <laughs> I, I straight up told him, I was like, dude, I'm, really I'm proud of you because you're light years ahead of where I was at your age. Mm-hmm. Man, at your age, all I cared about was me, 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 me. Yeah. So here's someone, man, 19 going, well, there's one of my classmates. They annoy me, but I love the rest of that sentence is, but I want God to show me how to love them. Mm-hmm. Dude. That's awesome. What? That, cool. It's such good stuff, man, because that, like, dude, if that, if we could wrap up all of our episode one sentence, it's that. 
He's being a Christian. Right. He's trying to be a classmate in a good way. Right. Right. Again, it's not licensed to go, well, that doesn't matter, so I don't care. No, be a Christian. Mm -hmm. So he's going, this person annoys me, but I want to know how to love. And then, of course. Right, because he could easily say, you know, another year or two or whatever, and I'm never going to see this guy again. I'm just going to ignore him. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter. Right. No, that's not being a, a a very good classmate, right? Or Christian, right? Yeah, doing things um, with excellence. And so there you go, man. And so it ultimately led to a good talk about just love in general, because you know, I told him, you know, who are we to get to walk around life going that person's hard to love, so I'm just not gonna, dude. Praise God, Christ didn't say that about you. Mm-hmm. Pray, oh, praise God, Christ didn't get on the cross and go, man, I'm gonna die for all these people, except you, Chris Douglas, because you're, you're hard to love. Thank God his love does not have qualifications. Thank goodness, man. So, man, just love. And so pray for that, man. And I and I confessed and I was like, you know what, man? We're being honest. We all probably got at least one person that we go, God, show me how to love this person. And so I was I told him I was proud of him. That's the right thing. Yeah, that's cool. And, and what's cool, he's going about the right way. He's not asking himself, how do I do it? He's asking God, show me how to love this person. Yeah. Because that's not of me. The other thing, um, this was a couple weeks ago now, but reading Isaiah 53, which read Isaiah 53, guys, it is so good. Um, I know this seems to be the big one if you have a lot of people, uh, Jews, uh, who deny the New Testament or that Christ came, but they hold on to the the Old Testament. Um, Isaiah 53 is a big one because it talks about Christ coming and what he will be like. Okay, so I'm in Isaiah 53. I don't know why this chunk just hit me. Um, talking about Christ, it says in verse seven, Isaiah 57, he was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before its shears is silent. So he did not open his mouth. Um, dude, that like that hit me because we have the only innocent human being that's ever walked the earth and he's being tossed around. He's being afflicted. He's being oppressed. At any point, this innocent man could have opened his mouth and said, whoa, 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 let's have a trial. Like, I don't belong here. You guys should not be putting me up. Mm-hmm. Now, not only is this an innocent man, this is God in the flesh. Right. This is our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Of all people, he should have opened his mouth and said, get your hands off of me. Right. I am innocent. And also, I'm the creator of everything. Mm-hmm. How, like, how dare you? He could have at any moment said that. But instead, man, again, going back to like going to the cross and loving us, like a lamb going to the slaughter, he stood there sort of dumb. I mean, that's just what it's describing a sheep. It's silent. Before its shears is silent. So he did not open his mouth. Like, dude, if I could put in, if I could put in a term that we understand, Chris, I love you, bud. You're my best friend, but if if the cops came knocking on my door, or excuse me, they came knocking on your door because they were like, hey, Chris, we got footage of you robbing a bank. Mm-hmm. You're going away. And then you came over to my house and was like, hey, man, could you could you stand in my spot and don't open your mouth? <laughs> uh, Sorry, I love man. you, Chris, but yeah. absolutely not, man. Absolutely and not. Christ did that for <clears throat> all of our sin? Yeah. What? No, that is that is it's amazing. Gosh, I I don't know that that like hit me hard. The the sure obedience and willpower and love being displayed of going, I'm just gonna sit here and not open my my mouth because I got to get to that cross. But I think, golly, it, it, yeah, it. 
I, I, you know, I hate to come back to it, but at the same time, like it's applicable to the conversation earlier about doing things with excellence. I mean, Christ <laughs> yeah. did that for us. Yeah. When he didn't have to, when he could, you know what I mean? There, there's so many, yeah, so many things. Yeah. And he did it. He did it perfectly. Yep. He did this life perfectly. So uh, I heard something not too long ago, and I, I don't even remember where I heard it, but uh, it's something that I've been, you know, preaching to my kids a little bit. Uh, but it's, it's, you know, we as men and, and humans, but I'm going to speak to the men, right? Like you're not, and you know this, right? You're, you're, if you're, there are things that you, you keep meaning to do and you're not doing, um, because you're not motivated like that, that is, you're not being a man. You're not, you're not doing things with excellence. You're making excuses. And that is not, that's passivity. That's not being a man. Mm. Okay. Um, and, and let's just take it to the motivation. Maybe you're not motivated, but I think that at the bottom, at the end of the day, rather, um, it's not about motivation. Okay. Motivation is great in, in season, but what are you going to do when you're not motivated? Right. What it comes down to is discipline, right? Being disciplined to do those things with excellence, right? If it's, if it's honoring your bride, if it's leading your family, it's being disciplined to those things rather than being motivated because there are times and, and I'll be the first to admit that there's times where I'm not motivated to engage in a conversation where I'm not motivated to, to do the, to engage in this situation even, but I need to be disciplined to those things yep. because that is ultimately what matters, right? You think Jesus was motivated to go to the cross? No, he was disciplined to go man. to the cross. So it's good stuff, man. Um, again, just one more for you. Colossians three, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Again, it's it's drawing the distinction, right? I'm gonna do this well, yeah, but not for men. And not for me, not for men, right? But for my Lord and Savior. Right. Right. And again, um, I don't want anyone to say that, you know, I'm saying uh, if you do things well, then you're therefore going to get more love or you're going to be more safe. Um, nope. That's not no, the motivation. Nope. None of that's attached. I just, I love my Lord and Savior. I want to thank him for the abilities he gave me. Dude, I'll, I'll tear up sometimes when I'm working out. Because if I do like a heavy back squat, first of all, I get giddy because I got a PR. But but ultimately, I, I I'll, sometimes I'll tear up because I'll go, man, God, like I can only do that because you, you let me. Mm-hmm. You gave that to me. Yeah. Now, ultimately, it doesn't matter. So he's probably right. laughing going, you're welcome, bud, but yeah, but big deal. Yeah, like yeah. I just, I just love the abilities he gave me. Man, I got up this morning and I was, I, I got my cup out of the fridge and I took like a, I was kind of thirsty. I took a big old drink of water and I'm just like, praise God. I stood there and I was just, I praise God for, uh, uh, I, I love water and I say that often. Like <laughs> I'm so thankful for a clean, good glass of water yeah it's not that's not a huge deal and yet at the same time we need that to survive yep i can praise god for that what an amazing creation what is to be able to just yeah <laughs> thank you yeah, yeah absolutely so simple man i yeah. love it okay we're gonna put a bow on this thing what's the deal here yeah big day okay well again uh listeners look out for uh next friday dropping presuppositional apologetics with eli ayala from revealed apologetics um check out the website because oh I, my I, goodness. Li- I linked yeah. his website yeah. uh on our website and so you can find his content uh he does a which again we're, you know we're shooting this uh gosh dang it it's not what i meant to say <laughs> 
We'll talk about it next week. Okay. Uh, but he does do a course for apologetics, if you're yes. interested in that. Um, I've actually thought about going through it myself because I, I'd like to learn. I yeah, feel like a very knowledgeable guy uh, would be be very good to yep. set under uh, his teaching as far as that goes. Okay. So. And then, uh, again, we're excited. We have R.L. Solberg coming on in the later half of April, so check that out. Okay. Brothers and sisters, and once again. right? And uh, Trump, not Biden. <laughs> you think Biden would come on? The president of the grocery store. <laughs> who who's that? I don't know. I'm teasing. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, no, so check so check both out. And again, we we always are open, very open to comments or questions. Is there something you not didn't quite understand? Is there something you'd like us to further go into detail on our our own time on a separate podcast uh, or episode? Um, just let us know. Okay, brothers and sisters, uh, we do want to hear from you. What did you think about uh, the perspective we're sort of questioning? Yeah. Should Christians embrace? just struggles and, and hardships and, and, and well, is that the standard? Is that the standard, right? Like you, you're somehow more of a Christian if you're embracing those things or is it okay to be a Christian and God blesses you with money. God blesses you with abilities to, to be a, the best in your trade. I mean, well, okay. So, gosh, darn it. I should have opened a can of worms. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, but, and, and, and again, you know, maybe this is for the listener too, but, but, is suffering a prerequisite for being a Christian? There you go. We could have said that. I mean, I do. Episode. Again, the Bible does speak a lot about that, suffering. That you right, for Christ. Right. I mean, my goodness. Yep. I mean, Jesus said, "If they hate you, know that they hated me first. There you go. Right. So it is okay. Basically, what you and I would stand on is, hey, as a Christian, it is okay if you do go through hardships. Yeah, you're going it, to. You're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna. You're going so. to. But yeah, would you a, say that if you're not suffering, you're not right. in the faith? See, so you're not Christian enough because you, you should be suffering more. You should, like, whoa. Where's the, I where don't do you know. Draw, yeah, I, where I, do you draw again, the line on that? would like to hear from the listener on that. Please do. And if you got anything from this episode, if there's at least one thing, we do ask that you give us a like, share, and subscribe, comment, tell people about the podcast, man. We want to reach people with some true discussion, so get it out there. What are you doing? Get it out there. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Brothers and sisters, this has been another True discussion. Until next time, God bless. God bless. I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but uh, Will Smith slapped someone, I guess.